Hello everyone, hello everyone. This is Omar with It's Not an Exit Ministry. Good morning. Today is April the 14th and it's about 7.30 right now here in Texas. And I wanted to open this segment, this first episode of It's Not an Exit Ministry just to welcome you just to welcome you to our ministry to be able to start sharing with you a little bit about ourselves what is this ministry about right now I'm going to work I just felt like doing this episode as I travel to work but I know that this ministry will be able to be a great blessing to you it has it has been in my heart for me to start a, a ministry that is going to be more to the uh, the youth. For them to be able to understand that everything has a purpose. And I want to start with this, that everything has a purpose. Everything that you're doing in life, it has a purpose. You know, um, why you wake up in the morning, why you go to school, why you go to work, everything has a purpose. So you need to understand your purpose, your purpose here in life, you know. Why, why is the reason that you are here? What's the purpose of you being here in this earth at this time, you know? So it's all important, it's, it's all very important for you to meditate on your purpose and that would help you to understand on the why are you here. The Bible says that we are created by God with a purpose. And this ministry is going to be based on biblical principles. I really want to base this ministry on the Bible. There will be maybe few of... Um, how can I say, maybe a few of my ideas, if I want to put it, but not, not that it will overpower the biblical, biblical foundation. This ministry, I want it to stay based on a biblical foundation and also based on testimonies. Uh, God, I have a lot of testimonies as, uh, as I was, I was growing up as I was, you know, uh, as a youth. I have so many testimonies. But anyway, I guess I will be talking as we go on every episode. But this episode, I wanted to concentrate it to to do the introduction of this ministry and to start with the word. There's a purpose. You all have a purpose in this life. So I want you to have and to understand this purpose, the purpose that God has deposited in you. Some of you sometimes feel like nothing really matters. Some of you might feel like, you know, what's the point of all this? Some of you might feel like, well, if I just, you know, stay under the radar and just do this and do that and I will stay out of trouble and nobody will bother me. And matter of fact, I will not be seen. You know, most of the times we we live our life not want to be seen because the less that we get seen, the less that we get noticed, or it could be the opposite. But let me let me start with this one. 
the longer that we stay under the radar and we get unnoticed, the less responsibilities that we have to do, the less, you know, deals that we have to be dealing with and such and such. Or the opposite. We all want, we want to be noticed. We do even some crazy stuff, even some illegal stuff or even some wild things to be noticed. And not only to be noticed, but also to be accepted. You have to be careful because there's a, there's a thin line whenever you're putting your destiny into jeopardy. You, you make sure that you don't put your jeopardy in destiny. Make sure that you always understanding your purpose and not allowing the purpose of others to overpower your purpose and you end up not knowing what you really want. I really want to speak to you about all this because I feel that I seen a lot of teenagers and I'm a youth pastor and I come to I come across all these teenagers and I get to ask them what would you want to do when you're when you get older? The majority answers to me, I don't know. I don't know. So I come around and I said, hey, don't you have a goal? Don't you have a a desire or a dream? <clears throat> and their answer is, I don't know. I don't know. So it puts me on the spot to understand and say, wait a minute, you know, this generation is really growing without a purpose. It's growing without a dream. You know, they uh, they just wake up day by day and see what the day brings. And you can't do that. It's very important. You know, I, I really know that it's very important. And I'm sorry if I say you know a lot. Um, since I'm driving, it's a little kind of hard to concentrate much. But anyway, I, you know, like I said, excuse me if I'm saying a lot of, you know, you know, <laughs> you know. So, but it's important. It's important for you to have a dream, for you to have a purpose. If you're in high school right now, and you're going to be a senior. You're going to graduate. Of course, right now that all this crazy stuff that is happening in here in Texas is, is really crazy. You know, schools are uh, um, canceled. Seniors don't know what's going to happen with their graduation day. Of course, it's one of the most important days uh, from school when you're about to say goodbye to all you crazy teachers and the good ones. To all the drama from high school and stuff, and unfortunately, the sad times that you that you depart from your from your friends. <clears throat> so I know that this this is a very important you know time for for the seniors. But and then, what are you going to do after? What's after that you graduated? What's after you received that that diploma? Do you have, do you really have a dream? Do you, do you have a purpose in your life? Do you say, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to achieve this. I want to become a doctor. I want to become a lawyer. I want to be a, a wealthy businessman. I want to become an engineer. I'm going to become an architect. Any of that kind of stuff. What kind of dream do you really have? And if you don't have a dream, you are on the bag, on the circle uh, of people who just live in day by day. And that is the that is the most 
sad thing that you can ever go through in your life. Matter of fact, one time I was driving with my with my three kids. My, well, they're they're not little anymore. One is 21 years old. The other one's 20, about to be 21, and the other one is 17, about to be 18. But we were driving, and then we drove by a cemetery. And I looked at it, and I said, "Guys, do y'all know what this place is filled off?" And their answer was, "Dead bodies." <laughs> so I was like, "No, no, this place is not filled with dead bodies, because I want most of them." are becoming to dust, become to, you know, dirt, dust, I'm sorry. I said, this place is filled with dreams, dreams that people had and they never made it happen because they were too caught up with life. They never pursued their dream. So they were like, wow, that is so true. That, hey, that's amazing. I said, yeah, guys, a poor person is not a person without a penny. It's a person without a dream. Because if you have a dream, you have a, a drive, something that you wake up in the morning and say, I'm, gonna, I'm getting closer to my dream. I'm getting closer to my purpose. And that's what you really need to do. That's what you really need to meditate on every morning that you wake up and then you you give thanks to God and you you worship him you meditate on his word and then you just ask him God what do you want me to do today how can I be a blessing to somebody and being a blessing to somebody is not necessarily for you to that you have to give him twenty dollars a hundred dollars or no 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 how can you become a blessing to somebody else it's just basically Showing a, a, a word of, of joy, a good morning, a good afternoon. Hey, you know, just any word of encouragement, you can bless somebody. And I believe that way will start leading you to understand the purpose in your life. Some of you guys have the gift to make people laugh. And I, I, I was uh, watching a video while back regarding to Bernie Mac while he's a Bernie Mac is a, is a comedian and African American comedian that he was uh, at the hospital with his mom laying in bed and he was actually watching Bill Cosby and he told his mom and said mom I'm going to make people laugh because I understand that laughter brings healing to the heart. And that was his dream when he was a young age. That was his dream to become a comedian and to make people laugh. And he did. Great, great comedian. So every time that you wake up, you have to ask God to use you in the area that you're good at. And don't try to search another area that you're not good at. Everybody has a talent given by God. Whether you make people laugh, whether you write poetry, or you do, or you paint, you know, you do those beautiful paintings, and art or something. 
I mean, everyone has a gift. And some people might have two, three, or four more or more gifts. So whatever gifts that you have, you have to put them in God's hand and allow God to work with it and help you. Help you with them. But don't hide them. Do not hide those gifts. Because those are the ones that are going to help you. Those are the tools that you can use that would help you to get to your purpose. So I really wanted to share with you this word. And I hope it has blessed you. I hope it has been a blessing to you. And like I said, it's not an exit. It's a ministry that is focused on the youth, those who are going through depression, they're going through anxiety, through loneliness. For those teenagers who are trying to find some type of satisfaction, peace, or comfort in alcohol and drugs, I mean, in different, different stuff that the world might offer, I got to tell you, that's what I call this ministry. It's not an exit because if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling some type of anxiety, suicide, it's not an exit. To draw yourself in drugs and alcohol, it's not an exit. It's actually a door that will lead you to a deeper, deeper hole. You're not alone. If you're listening to this episode, I wanted you to know that you are not alone. We are here for you. We're here for you. This ministry is, is, is going to be an instrument to connect with you, to let you know that you're not alone, that there's someone who cares for you. So I hope you find this episode interesting and also that help you, that lift you up and make you understand that you have a purpose in this life. I want you to know we love you and God loves you. God loves you. I want you to know that God loves you and he has great things for you. So before I finish, I want to finish with two things. First, saying a prayer. And second, letting you know, how can you reach to us? So let me take a moment of prayer for you. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the person that is listening right now, Father, through this video, this uh, this episode, of this podcast. Father, I prayed in the name of Jesus for your love, Father, to surround to them. For your love, Father, to be with them. Let your grace, Father, to fill their hearts. Let your love, Father, to fill their lives, Lord. Father, I prayed in the name of Jesus for whoever is listening, Father, to feel your presence right now, Lord. And for them to know to know that they're not alone, that that you are our hope of glory, that through Jesus Christ, who came, became a man, and died on the cross, and he gave his life for us and shed his blood for us, and now he's sitting at the right side of the Father, 
to give us life, to give us joy, hope, love, peace. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before your presence and I ask you, Father, to bless this person that is listening to this podcast. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, all you have to do is just open your heart. Open your heart and say, Jesus, I repent of my sin. I recognize that you died on the cross for me. And I believe in my heart that you rose from the dead to save me and to give me eternal life. I ask you to come into my life, into my heart, and to reign over it. In the name of Jesus, amen. And if you made this prayer, I definitely want to hear from you. Another way, another way that you can uh, contact us is through an email. It's not an exit at, jahoo, at gmail.com. It's not an exit at gmail.com. You can also check us check, check us on YouTube. Hashtag it's not an exit. And one way or another, you'll be able to communicate with somebody where we're right now with with three three people there that we're starting this me and my wife and one of my sons and you'll be able to communicate with somebody to talk and if you have a topic that you want to talk about hey we'd be happy to we'd be happy to talk about that topic you know if you got a question anything that you that you want to ask that we can help you with Hey, just send us an email. Send us an email. It's not an exit at gmail.com. We'd be happy to hear from you. We'd be happy to hear from you. My name is Omar Arteaga, and I'm signing out. Wishing you a blessed and super day. And share this word as well. This word is not meant to be kept, but to share, to be shared with somebody else. Okay? All right. I love you. Thank you so much for taking this precious, precious time to to hear me. And stay tuned for more episodes. We will be doing more episodes. Hopefully, we can do them more often. But we will see. And I will try to get more other teenagers involved into this so they can share their testimony and some stuff part of their lives as well. Okay? God bless you. I love you. And be safe. I'm able to make another podcast wishing you a very very beautiful day beautiful week beautiful weekend whenever you come across this this podcast you need to be able to enjoy it <clears throat> and this morning I wanted to do it I, I've been I haven't I haven't done a podcast in a while and I've been just wanted to do it 
something comes up and I just don't. But today I said, no, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to create another podcast. And so here I am. Thank you so much for taking your time, your precious and valuable time to listen to this podcast. I'm on my way to work right now. And I really felt in my heart to, to share a word with you. I really share a word with you. So, But before we, we begin with any of this, I would like to take a moment of prayer. It's not doing every. Every everything that I that I every time that I do something that is the word of God, I like to put a prayer before and after at the end because uh, I really depend on the Holy Spirit on His guidance, and I know this word will be a blessing to you. So, Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day that you're blessing us with, Lord. Thank you, Father, for whoever's getting to listen to this podcast, Lord. I ask you, Father, for you to bless them, Lord, whatever they are, Father. There are any circumstances they might buy, they might be going through. Father, for you to bless them, Lord, for you to show your love and your power and your mercy upon them, Father. Lord, I thank you for you have blessed me, Father, with another day, a new day, a new day, Father, where I can glorify you, exalt your name, worship you, Father, and live for you. Lord, I thank you for everything that you do for me, Father. Thank you, Father, for my blessings and thank you for my test as well, Father, because I know that you love me. And you love the one that is listening to you. Father, I thank you and I ask you, Father, to put your words and your wisdom in me, Father, in my heart. It's, it's to use my, my mouth, Father, to use my mouth for, to be your voice to come out through this podcast, Father, into the ears of whoever's listening, Father, for them to understand that it's you who's talking and it's not me. I thank you. I give you glory and honor. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. So, Thank you so much again. Like I said, this this podcast that is not an exit. It's not an exit. You can check out the. Um, it's not an exit. Gmail. You can you can send us an email. You can also. I have some videos. I need to work on more more of the videos for. It's not an exit in YouTube. We also have a Facebook page. It's not an exit. So come by, check it out. Send us a comment, an, e- an email, a message. You know, just something that you would like us to talk about. And most of the time, it's, it's me, but I also want to include my son. They have an amazing testimony. They have a great testimony. So, But today, today's word, I wanted to talk about fear. Fear. I mean, it's just a four-letter word that can make some big damage in our lives. You know, fear. What do you fear? You know, what do you fear? What's your deep? What's your biggest fear? I should ask. What's your deep, biggest fear? And I remember when I was young. I'm right now. I'm 40 years old. But when I was young, at the age of 15, 16, I think, I decided to go work in some place in Mexico. And as I was working there, they found a snake. I've never seen a snake except on the TV. But they found a snake, and it was probably about four or five feet long it was a grass snake and if they are unusual you know to see to see a snake whoa wait a minute wait a minute thank you father yes i just remember i have been in, con- uh, 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 in contact with a snake before that time and i was way younger i exactly don't remember the age that i was probably around nine ten i believe in the backyard my grandma she had a dream 
you know, she's waking, she, you know, we work out that day, and then she's, out of a sudden, she's talking to me and said, oh, I had the weirdest dream. I said, what do you dream about, Grandma? She said, I dreamed that there was scorpions, spiders, and snakes on the back, uh, outside. We had, she had like a closet, you know, outside of the house. She had like a little hallway, and then the back patio, but she had a closet in there. So I was like, wow, that is weird. I mean, it's scary, Grandma. But, you know, at the same time, it was kind of, so she would pay attention to this dream or something, you know? I was kind of like a little skeptical about why she dreamed that. So anyway, it happened to be that there was a little, uh, there was a beautiful cat, you know, a female cat that she used to come and hang out around the house. Grandma used to feed her here and there. And she got pregnant, the, the cat got pregnant, and then she gave, she gave birth to the kittens, you know, they were, they were in the back. We had some type of plywood, you know, I can't remember exactly what it was, but just for the story, I think it was some plywood that it was leaning against the house. So I, took, I went to see the little kittens, man, they were cute. They were, they were really cute kittens. So I told my cousins, I said, hey, come on, you wanna check out the cats? So we went out, the kittens, and we went to the back, Man, there was something that I never, never expected, especially on the place that I live. I live in, I used to live in, in Juarez. And I mean, to find a snake, especially this kind, you know, it, it was just, I mean, a needle and a haystack, literally, you know. But it, this thing was huge. It was a big, big snake. I mean, a huge snake. I'm talking, ah, when they extended, it put it on feet, probably about seven, eight feet long. I mean, it was a huge, that thing, it was probably about, I would say four inches, three, four inches in diameter. And he had one cat that he was trying to eat, you know? Uh, they was trying to eat this little this little kitten, and when I saw them, I was like, ah, oh, man, I got all panic about it. A, a big fear got inside of me, you know. So there was these guys. They they were studying for agriculture, a couple houses, you know, a few houses from where I live. So I went and got them. Hey guys, come on, you know, help us out with this thing. And blah blah blah. They came over, and this guy was from from the south of Mexico, Oaxaca. And uh, he was like, oh, man, I get those. It was a, um, I think it was a python. I think that's what, that's what it was, a python. But anyway, it, it was a huge thing. I mean, I'm talking a big snake, man, that he was just swallowing this little kitten, man. And that, that kitten just looked breadless. You know, it looked like he was about to die. Uh so it was very scary, but this guy, he grabbed the snake, got the kitten out, because he was already getting his head on uh, on his mouth. So they took the kitten out and they killed the snake. When they killed the snake, this is, this is something very, very scary at the moment for me, you know, because I didn't know that this, I didn't know nothing about snakes. So they grabbed it, they put the snake on this pit and they burn in it. So that snake, without a head, it starts moving, you know? It's still moving. I'm like, wow, that thing is still alive. You take the head off and it's still alive. So they explained to me that it was the nerves that were still moving and blah, blah, blah. But to me, I mean, 
I'm looking at a, you know, a snake without a head, and it's still moving. So when they start burning the snake, it started, it started creating this weird, weird sound, like if somebody was, like a lady in a high pitch crying, you know. So what they said it was a that it was a witch. I'm like, what? What is that? What was going on, man? So I got really, really scared. I developed a fear towards snakes that you cannot believe. So back to my first uh, story, uh, uh, testimony was that they had this snake on it, on and it was hanging by the security, uh, the security. Uh, uh, what's it called? Oh man. Uh, by the gate, by the gate, I'm sorry, I can't even think, it was by the gate, and they had it hanging, so I went over and I tried to touch that thing, and that thing just moved on me, and oh man, it, it made me jump, my nerves, I was, you know, I had, I had my nerves up for maybe like a day or two, now I'm not, I'm not exaggerating, it was really, really scary, so from there, like I said, I developed this fear for snakes that, and I could not see one without getting all, you know, in a panic mode. Very, very scared. So, you know, and since then, I moved, I moved to Texas. And Texas, man, there's snakes everywhere. Well, not exactly everywhere, but there's, there's a lot of snakes out here. And venomous snakes, you know, we got the rattlesnake and the copperhead. So anyway, I get, I think it was from 2009. 2008, something like that. I, I bought my house in 2003, so I think it was 2007 where uh, there was a dog that it just came by the house, and he started barking. And I'm like, "What is what is this guy doing? You know, what's wrong with this guy?" So he starts barking. He's barking. So I looked outside, and he's like barking at something in the corner. I couldn't see because of the porch that I had a front porch. So I just sneaked over and there it is a rattlesnake it was a five foot rattlesnake that this this dog had a corner so i'm like whoa I, I didn't know what to do i knew that a rattlesnake was was very venomous i had my kid i mean he was five or six years old i'm super scared about all this so i didn't know what to do but i said i got to defend my family from this snake so at this point, uh, I had to do something. So I had to overcome my fear. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just picking up my son right now. It's uh, Eddie. He's another person that he can help that he helps me with uh, with the ministry. That is not an exit. So we're just gonna getting ready to go to work. Good morning, son. So anyway, as I was talking. Uh, so I had to do something. I had to do something regarding to, you know, to the snake. So what what I needed to do, the first thing that I needed to do is overpower my fear, overcome my fear, you know. It, it's a, the first thing that I had to do to overcome my fear that I had towards snakes. So that way I can be able to approach it because I would not even approach it. So I grab a shovel and I cut the head off and then from there, I said, I gotta grab this thing. I gotta grab it. I left the the, the head outside, you know, away from me because I, I knew that still the head can bite you and still, you know, deliver some of the poison. 
So anyway, I grabbed the snake. I grabbed the snake, okay? So <laughs> I grabbed the snake and that thing just started to move and I dropped it. I was like, oh no, you know, not again. My, you know, and then I started having the fear. But I said, no, I need to, I need to break this fear. You know, and at this time, uh, I gave my life to Christ. You know, and one of the scriptures that it says in the Bible is God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of self-control and, and dominion. So I'm like, okay. So the Bible tells me that I have the power, you know, over this thing. So I need to overcome this fear. No matter what, I need to overcome this fear. So I wouldn't reach out, grab it again, and that thing moves again. But this time I didn't let go. I was just like holding it in fear, you know. I was holding it in fear. And I, I just remember the picture, the picture that I have. I don't know if you if you saw it, hijo. Uh well hold on, let me let me pass this to my son so he can say hi to you guys too. Hello, how are you doing? Good morning. Say your name. My name is Eddie. So anyway, I had this picture of this snake and uh, that I went to visit a circus and, and they, they gave me a snake to hold. And man, I am holding that snake, although that I knew that I was safe because the guy was right there that, that does the circus. But I grabbed that snake, I took a picture and I'm holding the head of that snake like he was like, boy, you make a bad move and you did you know i'm gonna choke the life out of you <laughs> so the guy took a picture and he's like let me just have it back it looks like you're about to kill that snake you know so it, it was a fear that i developed it was a fear that i developed and that's what that's what we're talking right now you know the fear the fear that sometimes we develop a fear towards something or towards someone you know uh i had a friend and and when i was in in junior high and she feared clowns, you know? She could not see a clown it, it bust in panic and tears and stuff. It, it was really scary that when I, when I witnessed that with her. And it was just really, you know, it's something that, that, that all of us, all of us have a fear of something, you know? But like I said on the scripture, yes. Did I bring him my keys? I don't know. Sorry, my son is, uh, <laughs> he was shaking on his keys. So, you know, like I mentioned it in the scripture a while ago, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of control and self-dominion, you know, power. So that's something that we have to rely on, guys. You know, us as, you know, as, as we serve in God, we cannot live under fear. You that you're listening, if you're serving God and if you have some type of fear, you have to overcome that fear through prayer. Prayer will be the key for you to, you know, uh, to be able to overpower that fear. You see what I mean? So in this case, you cannot try to overpower yourself. You cannot try to overcome that fear by yourself. You have to work on 
uh, on praying and asking God to help you to get rid of that fear, to get rid of you know everything that you that, that controls you. That is just basically it, because fear is you surrendering into something, you know, whatever you fear to, you surrender to. You fear you fear the dark, you know, you fear uh, whatever it is. You surrendering, you submitting, you know, to that to that thing or to the something, you know. The Bible says that the that the beginning of the wisdom is the fear of the Lord. So fear, like I said, it's just there's no good fear or bad fear. Fear is fear. So fear is actually reverence. It's actually submission, you know, into something or someone. So if you fear the Lord, you submit it to Him. You're, you're being submissive to Him. You fear darkness, you submit to darkness. You fear snakes, you submit to snakes. So you become the prey of it. You see what I mean? So in this case scenario, guys, you know, if you're going through some type of fear, anything that it might be, it's very important for you to even to speak it out with somebody, you know, even to speak it out with somebody. You know, like I said, this this ministry is not an exit. It's a ministry that's going to be there to help you. It's going to be there uh, to answer questions, to pray for you in any way that we can. We'll be happy to help you. So all you have to do is, like I, like I was saying a while ago, you can send us an email. You can send us a, a text message. I mean, a, a private message through Messenger. Uh, a Facebook, it's not an exit. You got to look it up. It's not an exit. And, you know, so one way or another that you can communicate, it, it just, I suggest you to do it, to do it. And talk to somebody. If you have a your pastor, you have a, a youth pastor, a youth leader, you know, at your church, you have somebody approach to that person, you know, be open to them, be open with your parents, you know, be open with your parents, approach to them and develop this trust and to just uh, face what you fear of. You have to face it. You cannot hide it. You cannot fight it yourself. You know, it's, it's something that I want you to understand. You cannot fight anything by yourself. You need, you need help. We all need help. If the Bible tells me that a string of three is impossible to break, that tells me that three are stronger than two, than one. When two or three come in agreement on anything in this earth, you know, according to the, to, to the word of God, then you'll be able to receive it. Therefore, it's telling me, it's telling me that Whenever you come in agreement with somebody, that you depend on somebody, you'll be able to receive, you know, what you what you pray for. But it's important for you to face it, for you to speak about it, and not hide it and try to fight it by fight it by yourself. That's that's one thing very important. Do not try to fight anything by yourself. Depend on God and find somebody spiritually can guide you, uh, can support you, can you know pray for you you know anything like that so it's very important for you guys to to do that and i mean i've got more stuff that we can be talking about about fear it's i think that that the the title could be short but it have like a big extent of things that we can talk about regarding to the fear so but for for today 
I want to finish this podcast telling you, do not, do not fight alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. You know, if you're going through something, you're not alone. I want you to remember this, please, as you're listening to, and as this voice is getting into you uh, through your through your cell phone device, your computer, or I don't know how you li- listen to this, you're not alone. God is there for you. God is there to help you. God loves you. You are the you are his creation. You are his children. Therefore, he loves you so much that he wants to be part of your life and help you in every area that you need. You see what I mean? So it's important for you to depend on him and lay, in, lay upon him, you know, just rely on him, basically. That's what I, I wanted to say, rely on him and seek him, seek him. It's important for you to seek the Lord. Okay, so is there anything that you want to conclude? I'm talking about fear, you want to conclude with something or something you want to share? Maybe something that you were afraid of? I think next time, like if we have time, so, so he's he's not he's saying no, yes or no? Okay, so he's saying no for now. All right, so well, guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking the time to. Uh, listen to this podcast. God bless you. And if you have not met Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I suggest I invite you to do so. I invite you to do so. And all you have to do is just open your heart, make a prayer, talk to him, recognize that you have sinned, recognize that you have, you know, you have tried to live without him. Accept him as Lord and Savior. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, it says, that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus died, and if you believe in your heart that God rose him from the dead, you shall be saved. So it's important for you to confess with your mouth. Confess with your mouth. And it's, you know, Jesus, I repent of my sin. Forgive me. I'm, I'm a sinner. I know I have failed you. But today I recognize that you are my Lord and Savior. I accept you in my heart. As my Lord and absolute Savior, in Jesus' name, I repent of all of my sins. Write my name in the book of life. And, and man, the Bible says that you are a new creation, that you are you have eternal life. And then you will be in a journey of meeting the Lord. And what do you have to do next? Find a church. Find, a, find your local church, the church that can be around you. Find it and just start meditating on His Word. Start seeking Him. Okay, and those that do know God and those that are serving Him, I encourage you to do not do not walk in fear. Overcome the fear by prayer. Okay, so I'm going to finish up with this with a prayer. I'm going to be praying for you, and uh, with final words after the prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Lord. As we conclude this podcast, Father, with this prayer relying on you, Father, and asking you for you to be a continued blessing, Father. Continue blessing these people that are listening right now, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord, there's there's someone out there that needs you. There's someone out there that really needs to hear it from you, from you, Father, that it needs your presence. 
So, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus for you to be, Father, where this person is, Father, whoever is listening, for you to be with them, Father, as you are with me, Lord. Father, for you to strengthen this person. And if they're going through any type of fear, Father, for you to help them, Lord, with the Holy Spirit, Father, for them to overcome that fear. And, and so they can be able to understand who they are in Christ, that they're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Father, they are in the top and not on the bottom. Father, that you have given them authority and power over all created things, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this person that is listening. Thank you for everyone. Thank you for their families, Father. I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So, thank you once again. Please don't forget to check out our Facebook page. It's not an exit. Our YouTube hashtag is not an exit. Um, I don't know if we have Instagram yet. But just check on Facebook. And also, you can send us an email at it's not an exit at gmail.com. It's all one word without the apostrophe. It's not an exit. It's not an exit at gmail.com. You can always send us an email uh, with your questions and, you know, things that you would like to talk about, things like that, okay? All right, so thank you so much. God bless you. We love you. And don't forget that Jesus loves you and he is Lord. Amen.